Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Hey, man. How's everybody doing tonight? All right. Well, praise the Lord. Well, it's that time again to hear a word from the Lord. Is that always good? Always. I tell you. Do you have your pens and pencils ready? All right. I'm serious because this is a great message. And if you follow the outline tonight, you can go back and be encouraged. The title tonight is Stop, Drop, and Roll. You like that? I might sing at the end. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, no. Well, we want to listen tonight, but we're going to do Stop, Drop, and Roll. I'm going to ask my son to come up, and he's going to read for us. We're going to be looking at Daniel chapter 3. Verse 20 to 30. Now we'll look at all 30 verses, but I didn't figure you want to stand up that long. So we're going to look at Daniel chapter 20. And if you would stand with us. Daniel chapter 3, verse 20 to 30. Everybody got it? Still see some flipping pages here. Yeah, Daniel chapter 3, verse 20 to 30. All right, Josh. And he commanded the most mighty man. Is this one? He says it. And he commanded the most mighty man that were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and to cast them into the burning fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats. Keep going. Okay, go ahead. Their hosen and their hats and their other garments and were cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent and the furnace exceeded hot, the flames of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar, the king, was astonished, and rose up in haste, and spake, and said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered, sir, to the king, true king. He answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fiery furnace, and spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, ye servants of the Most High God, come forth and come hither. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth from the midst of the fire. And the princes, governors, and captains, and the king's counselors, being gathered together, saw these men, upon whose bodies the fire had no power, nor was a hair of their head seen. Neither were their coats changed, nor the smell of the fire had passed on them. Then Nebuchadnezzar spake and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who have sent his angels and delivered his servants that trusted in him, and have changed the king's word and yielded their bodies. 
that they may not serve or worship any God except their own God. Therefore, I make a decree that every people, nation, and language would speak anything amiss against the God of Shagrat, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces, and their houses shall be made a dunghill, because there is no other God that can deliver after this sword. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Let's pray. Father God, is once again that we come in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Lord, just thank you for this privilege and opportunity to come before you today. Lord God, we ask that your word go forth and we know that it will not come back void. Lord God, we pray that they see the message and not the messenger. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Thank you, Josh, for that reading. Like I said, we're going to title this, Stop, Drop, and Roll. Now, we've probably learned this in school, right? This was a great method so kids could focus on something during a tragic time. It was a very simple message that they stop what they're doing, drop to the ground, and then roll to, dis, um, to extinguish any fire. But we want to use that in the spiritual tonight. How can we use this little simple method to help us? Well, if you think about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, these guys had dedicated their lives unto God. If you look, read back in Daniel chapter 1... They committed their body unto Christ. I don't know if you know this, but if you read Daniel chapter 1, um, these guys were very intelligent, they were beautiful looking, and the king wanted him them for themselves. So the king says, hey, bring all these men, or these young boys, and we'll train them up, and we'll give them meat from the king's table. Remember that? But what would Shadrach and Meshach respond? No, we don't want it. We will not eat of the king's table. But they took a pulse diet, which was basically vegetarian, and then they ate and they were fairer, they were smarter, more sharper than any of the other ones that came aboard. So the people switched to that diet. So if you want to get healthy... That's an that's a interesting thing, right? You know, it, they, they said it. They said it for 10 days. They did it for 10 days. It's a great cleansing for your body. That's a side note. That wasn't a message. But, <laughs> but I mean, that's something to look at, isn't it? But the first thing we want to talk about is stopping. We need to stand still and see the salvation of God. Whenever we're faced with the fires of life, we need to stop and see the salvation of God. I like what Moses said in Exodus chapter 14, verse 13. Let's take a look there. Exodus chapter 14, verse 13. Now listen to this. And Moses said unto the people, 
Fear ye not. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which He will show you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more. Wow. He told him to stop. I want you to know that the fire, you must consider the fire that we're in. The fire will touch the saints. I think what gets us bent out of shape is, hey, saying that, hey, we're, we're saved and we're in Christ and we won't go through trouble. But on the contrary, it tells us that the fire will touch the saints. Isn't that right? So just because we're saved doesn't afford us a you know go to you know go past go and collect two hundred bucks. We are going to go through the fire. I like what John said here in John sixteen thirty three. John sixteen thirty three. It says these things. Have I spoken unto you? Now get this. That in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. What a message he tells us. That fire that we're in that we are going to face the fire even though we're saints. So that should give us some encouragement because He told us about these fires. In Job 14.1 it says, A man that born of woman is of a few days and full of trouble. Folks, as saints, we're going to go through the fire. Now, also as servants, of servants of God, you says, hey, I've been doing all of this stuff for God, and yet trouble still comes. Why me, O oh Lord? I'm doing all of this stuff for you, bringing people into you, and I'm going through the fire. Even as a servant, we will go through the fire. Think about Paul. If you remember in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 to 10, Paul had an infirmity about his body. And he besought the Lord three times. And what was the Lord's response? My grace is sufficient for thee. Paul was doing tons of stuff for Christ, but yet he had that infirmity to keep him in check. Now, it also touches the separated. Sometimes we feel that we are living a holy life, clean life, we're not into this, we're not into that. So nothing's going to happen to me. 
even though you're living a consecrated, holy life, separated, you can still be touched by the fire. We have an example of Job. Job was an upright man, even in God's own word. Look at these verses. Job chapter 1, verse 1, and we'll read Job 1, 8. Job chapter 1, verse 1, and Job chapter 1, verse 8. One says, There was a man in the land of Uz, I love that, whose name was Job, and that man was perfect and upright, and one that feared God and eschewed evil. And here, listen to what God says about him. Job 1.8 And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and upright man, one that feared God and escheweth evil? I'm telling you tonight that even though you are a saint, even though you are a servant, even though you are separated, you will still go through the fire. So stop and consider the fire that you're going through or that you're in. And know that God is in control. The next thing we want to talk about is drop. This simply means committing the fire to the Lord. We are going to commit the fire to the Lord. No matter what we're going through, we're going to commit it to Him. And here's what I want you to remember. Remember your connection to God. Remember your connection to God. These Hebrew boys remembered their connection to God. Look at verse 17, if you will. Verse 17. And they said, If it be so, our God, whom we serve. He says, our God. That was his connection. They have a personal relationship with God. Our God. Do you have a connection to God? I like what the minister said Sunday. Did anybody hear what he said? It was a great thing that he said. I probably changed it a little bit, but here's what he said. Don't forget who we are, but whose we are. Did you get that? If you have a connection with God, you are His child, and He will take care of you. Also, I want you to remember the control of God. We know that when Satan 
came to Job, he had to get permission. Right? So God was in control. I like what um, Shadrach, Meshach, and them said in verse 17 still, part B. Here's what they said. They said, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us. Do you know that He is able to deliver you for whatever you face? No matter what you face, the God is in you is bigger than whatever you face. Isn't that true? Remember that God is in control. He is able. I like this verse here, Romans chapter 8. Verse 28. Boy, I tell you, I go to this one a lot. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. How many people go to this one? And we know, do you know? That all things work together for good to them that love God and to them who are called according to His purpose. God is working it out in your favor. And remember, He's working it out for your good and His glory. I'm telling you, man, we are going through some fires and the fires are about to burst out. As we're praying for our nation, just look around. God is preparing us to be ready. He doesn't want us to be ignorant of Satan's devices. We must be prepared to commit the fire unto Him. And then also, remember your commitment to God. You know, um, as I told you in Daniel chapter 1, verse 8 to 21... These Hebrew boys committed their life into Christ. Even so much, they changed their diet and everything that they did, they committed to God. They remembered their commitment to God. They stood in the day of testing. When the fire comes to your life and mine, it will often be accompanied by the temptation to quit on God. But God will never quit on us. Take a look at these verses here. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. We're remembering our commitment to God. It says, For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Hebrews 2.18 
Hebrews 2.18, For in that he himself has suffered, been tempted, he is able to secure them that are tempted. We can go to him because we know he's been there and done that. And that he's overcame everything yet without sin. And he did not quit. I like what Hebrews 12, 1-3 says. I'll paraphrase it. He says, For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame. Whenever we're in the fire, and we have committed our lives unto him, we can have that hope and that joy for the joy that's before us. Knowing that He is with us. So we must commit the fire unto the Lord. Now, the last part here was roll. Conquer the fire by going through the fire. Psalms 23, verse 4. I quote that one so much. Psalm 23 is my life verse or life chapter. I actually know that one by heart. Um, Proverbs, um, Psalms 23, verse 4. Listen to this. Oh my. It says, Yea, though I walk through. He didn't divert you. He said, I'm going to show you my power by taking you through. Don't you know that you must go through the fire? He says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff. They comfort me. Whenever you're going through the fire of life, what comforts you? No doubt many of us are going through fires, been in fires. What comforted you? I'm going to give you a first four, a few things here where you can roll with the fire. Number one, we overcome the fire by the presence of God. Remember that when you face the fires of life, you never face them alone. Hebrews 13, verse 5. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. We overcome the fire by the presence of God. Listen to this. It says, let your conversation be without covetousness. And be content with such thing as ye have. For he hath said, listen to this, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Good Lord Almighty. Now listen to this one. I want you to write this one down. Isaiah 43, verse 2. Isaiah 43, 
verse 2. Are we there? Oh man, God, this is one powerful verse here. Listen to this. When thou passeth through, through, he's not going to divert you around it. When thou passeth through the waters, what did he say? I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon you. You overcome the fire by the presence of God. The next one is, you overcome by the preservation of God. Remember that God did not save you to lose you to a fiery trial. He will meet you in the blaze. And He will strengthen you in the day of trouble. Remember, it did not come to stay. It just came to pass. Take a look at 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17. Wow. This reminds us of the things that we face and put them in perspective to eternity. God, preservation. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17. It says, For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us, a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Wow. So what we're going through is light. You might not think so, but compared to eternity and the glory of God, it's light. So we're talking about rolling with the fire. The next thing is we overcome by the power of God. Remember that these guys were in the fire. The furnace was heated how many times? Seven times hotter than it was. That's an important number. I want you to take a look at Psalms chapter 12 verse 6. Now, I'll tell you why that's important. Well, the Lord will tell you here. Psalms chapter 12. Psalms chapter 12, verse 6. Somebody just told us that the furnace was heated seven times hotter. God's words in Psalms 12, verse 6 says this. The words of the Lord are pure words as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified how many times? Seven times. Old Nebuchadnezzar thought he was doing something special. Heating it up seven times. The Lord already knew that. And then he threw these men into the fire 
And the men that threw them into the fire, they died. They got smoted. That means killed. Now one thing I want you to see is that they went into the fire bound. But then they were loose. The only thing that burned up in the fire was the thing that had them bound. So what is holding you up? What is binding you? If you're in the fire, it will be burnt off. And then as Nebuchadnezzar looked in, and he see the men freely walking in the fire. <laughs> so when you're in the fire, you are going to be walking in the fire. I don't know about you, but that's some good stuff. No matter what we're going through, the toughest trials of our life, when we've committed them unto God, and we're going through as a soldier of Christ, He will burn up those things that hinder us. Remember, whenever we're in the fire, it is to burn off those things that are no good. So we're talking about the power of God. Next, we're overcome by the program of God. I want you to get this one. It is noticed that God had a higher agenda in allowing these men to go through the fire. He did it to bring glory unto Himself and to speak to the hearts of the heathens. God brought His children through to prove that He is God, and beside Him there is no other. Remember, the reason that they were in the fire, they were already committed to God. But the people that saw them in the fire, even Nebuchadnezzar, said, Truly, thou art the, um, the children of God. Because no other God can deliver after this sword. One thing I found interesting here is in Daniel chapter 1, I don't know if you remember, but Nebuchadnezzar renamed these guys. Did you remember that? There were some crazy names too. But after he saw that they were delivered from the fire, he calls them by their original name. <laughs> he recognizes who God was. The program of God worked. And it did what it did. And Nebuchadnezzar made a decree that everyone serve the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Now, the last point is that we overcome by the promotion of God. You look at verse 30. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. One of God's primary reasons in sending us through the fire is to purify us to promote us. Folks, the truth of the matter is that you probably won't be much use of the Lord until you go through some fires in your life.
Think about it. Is that true? I remember I went through a fire. I shared it with you before. In 2006, where um, actually 2005, I was diagnosed with kidney cancer. And then they told me around November that I would have surgery in the upcoming year, 2006. And I fell through all of these. I said, hey, I'm a saint. I'm a servant. And I'm, I'm separated. Why me, Lord? But i got to tell you, that was the best thing that ever happened to me. Because I appreciated life more. And I understood my time was limited. I wasn't immortal. No, I was a young, young, I was young then, ripping and running, but it did me so much better when I had to go through that fire. Because Lord, whenever we hear that big C word, we get bent out of shame. And I did. But the Lord calmed my spirit, and I remembered, stop, drop, and roll. So I'm going to encourage you tonight that whatever you're going through, Know that God is working it out for your good and His glory. Um, I want to leave you with, a, with this saying here and a couple of scriptures and I got out of the way here. Sometimes God does not stop you from being thrown into the furnace because He has a point to prove to the people who threw you in it. I could tell you some of the traps that have been set for me and to see them turn back on the people that set the trap. And I say, wow, what a mighty God we serve. I mean, people can hate you to their guts trying to get you. But when you continue to do what God says do, and the Lord continually promote you, even your enemies would say, wow. And that's what I'm telling you. When you're going through the fire, He is burning something off of you to get you closer to Him. And then whenever we get closer to Him, we can do what He says. I want to leave you with these verses. Then I'll be done. Psalms 55, verse 22. Psalms 55, verse 22. It says, Cast thy burden upon the Lord and he shall sustain thee he shall never suffer the righteous to be moved praise the Lord we can cast all our and then verse 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 7 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 7 casting all your care upon him 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. Casting all your care upon Him, for He careth for you. Wow. I want you to remember this simple little thing we gave tonight. Stop, drop, and roll. It is good advice when you are walking through the fire fiery seasons of your life, learning to handle the fires of life God's way can make the difference between coming through the fire and victory or being consumed by it. Now I'm going to review this outline because I want you to get it. And then I'm done. Stop means consider the fire. 
I gave a good reference there, Exodus 14.13. And there was three points I wanted you to consider in the fire. Know that it touches the saints, it touches the servant, and it touches the separated. We're not immune to it, but God tells us the contrary, that we shall suffer persecution. Drop, that means commit the fire unto the Lord. We need to remember our connection to God. We need to remember that God is in control. And then we need to remember our commitment to God. Because we made a vow to Him and He expects us to keep it. We know He keeps His vows to us and He protects us and He tells us He'll never leave us nor forsake us. And then we conquer the fire by going through the fire. Not in our strength, but in His strength. And we remember, we overcome the fire by remembering the presence of God the preservation of God, the power of God, and the program of God. He's working it out for you. You're going through the fire, you think it's something bad, but He's actually working it out for you and actually others, that others can come unto Him. And then, the promotion of God. He's taking you through to take you to a higher level. Are you ready? I want you to remember, stop, drop, and roll. God is in control. Let's pray. Father God, we come once again just thanking you for your message tonight. Lord God, and I know that it was the way to go tonight. Lord God, everywhere I turned, you were talking about this fire. And Lord God, being committed unto you. Lord God, I pray that this message has encouraged someone that's going through the fire tonight. About to go to the fire or coming out the fire. Lord God, encourage them tonight that Lord God, that they can stand in you and your strength. And Lord God, we ask that you just continue to be with us, Lord God, as a whole, as a church. Lord God, and we just ask a special prayer for this country. And Lord God, we just thank you for your word, how powerful it is and how it encourages us to stand. And Lord, we just want to thank you for the ones in here, Lord God, that I know that are going through the fire. And Lord God, as we sit back and look at them, Lord God, they're going through it in a great way that's encouraging us to continue to go. So Lord God, continue to strengthen them and bless them. And as we depart tonight, give us safety to our destinations. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.